in Lamont back with us tonight. I mean today, amen. Amen. I miss these boys, but I'm glad they're out preaching God's holy word. Pray for TJ today. God knows where we're at. Don't get excited if my voice runs up and down and out and in, but get excited because the Holy Spirit of God is alive. He's visited with us today. What a blessing it is that God take time out, amen, to send the Holy Ghost down here, amen, to visit with us, somebody that's a nobody, amen, and God sent the Holy Ghost down here to protect us and to take care of us and build a hedge around us, amen, and protect us from the wiles of the devil that Butch was teaching on. Satan is out to kill still. Destroy, but I'm glad that Jesus come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Can I tell you something today? I don't just have life, I've got abundant life. Glory to God, greater than anything the devil could ever offer or ever give me. I praise his holy name for what he's done for us. Amen. First chapter of Ephesians. About the 15th verse, we'd like to read it all, but we'll just start about the 15th verse. And he said, wherefore, you know, I even got some revelation up here on the 13th verse. I just sitting there this morning right back in the chair. Amen. I done got soaking wet. I went to the altar and it come a downpour. Amen. I got a roof over my altar, but it wasn't nothing between the altar and the house. And I got a, I got soaking wet. But I just got a little revelation on let me read that thirteenth verse. In whom ye also trusted that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Ghost of promise. That Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit of promise. Holy Spirit of promise. And I thought about the seal there, you know. Uh, the, uh, North Carolina's got a seal of the state, a great seal, and that proves that North Carolina is, is amen, the, a state that we've got the seal of the state of North Carolina. Virginia has their seal. And I thought we've got the seal of the promise of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And God gave it to us and woke us up. Amen. Took us out of darkness, out of sleep, out of death, and saved our soul and woke us up, glory to God, till we could have uh, the seal of promise. And I've got a promise. If I'll obey God and follow the Holy Spirit, there's a shield around me. There's nothing can overtake me. There's nothing can beat me down. But I've got to step out on the promise of Almighty God. When the devil shows up, amen, I've got to use the Holy Ghost power of God and show him the promise that I have that my God is bigger than the devil. Amen. My God is bigger than death. My God is bigger than anything a Satan can throw our way. You know, God has blessed me the last two months. I told the church I'd been praying and talking to God and telling God, I'm going to try, God. I'm going to try to quit worrying about every little thing that passes by. 
It's been unreal. I know Jeremy can know, has noticed it, but it's been unreal how God has helped me about worrying about every little thing that passes my way. We can worry ourselves into a point that our faith ain't working. Our faith ain't doing no good. We've got to step out on the promise of God. I wasn't going to preach yet, but it just come this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Let me get it into the message. Might as well read 14. I'm up there. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. 15. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith, this old Paul writing, sitting in prison in Rome, he wasn't crying. <laughs> Amen. We cry over our sickness, our troubles, because our kids won't do right. We cry because our light bill ain't paid. We cry over this and we cry over that. Amen. But Paul was sitting in prison. I'm going to tell you, he had to eat what they brought him. He had to sleep when they cut the lights out. He couldn't do nothing but what they told him. He was in bondage, amen, as far as man can put you in bondage. But can I tell you something? He had the love of God about him till he decided to sit down and write the church of Ephesus a letter, glory to God, that I've heard about your salvation. I've heard about you believing. Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints. Amen. It wasn't just a salvation, glory to God. It wasn't just their faith, amen. But it was for love unto all the saints. Can I tell you, they were Gentiles and they were without. They didn't have the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And they found out. Honey, we need to realize today how precious it is that God knew exactly where we was at. Time and time again, Terry, you should have been killed, amen. Time and time again, I've been shot at, been beat left, laying in the side ditch, rode one car right after another, uh, and God picked me up, honey, I, uh, because he knew where I was at. Uh, I'm glad somebody prayed for me. Uh, some of them old saints that used to walk down to Liberty Church, uh, they prayed for old Bill uh, when I was sitting out there drinking alcohol and them trying to have church. Uh, they seen there was hope, amen. Can I tell you something today? Uh, there's still hope for our people today. They're still alive. Uh, there's many in sin over their head. There's many walked away from God, uh, but there's still hope, honey. Uh, can I tell you? you that church member uh, that's deceived uh, thinking whatever he wants to do he's alright. God has still got some hope for them. The church don't need to give up on these that have broke the doctrine of God. I broke the, the fellowship of mankind, I broke their self off from the local church and decided to do what they wanted to do. Can I tell you there's still hope? I thought when it looks like there's no way, there's still hope for them today, honey, because Jesus died on the cross for whosoever will, for whosoever will. Praise his holy name. Today. I'm excited about the Word of God. <clears throat> and to love all the saints. 
Cease not to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayer. See, he was sitting in jail with nothing. Amen. And he was trying to encourage the Ephesians. He said, I, I'm making mention of you. I've got you on my mind. I'm praying for you. I'm doing all I can do. You know, and one day I'm going to come around and visit with you. Glory to God. Can't right now. I'm hindered. I'm in jail. Some things ain't working good for me. But I got you on my mind. I'm going to come around and visit with you. Amen. Then the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. I'm going to tell you, he wasn't praying for a bunch of junk. He wasn't praying for them to get a car or a house or things happen. He said, I'm praying that you've got saved. Amen. And you've got a little faith. I'm praying that you'll get some wisdom. Can I tell you something by reading God's holy word? Every time, every time I come to church looking for something, I get something refreshing from Almighty God. I get something that lifts uplifting uh, uh, from almighty God I may have a tool uh, that I can go down the road next week and use it for the glory of God I thought me and Janet was uh, over there at a cafe uh, one day this week we stopped by and I, I talked to this woman and, and mm, glory to God I said you might not agree with me but I need to, I need to preach this a little bit she's a waitress wasn't real busy. I didn't hinder her work. And she just stopped. And I went ahead while I read Wednesday night. And I said, Judas took part of the ministry. He was a part of the ministry. And the Bible plainly tells us that he failed by transgression. That's the word of God. I told her, I said, you might not agree with me, but I ain't going to charge you nothing for that. Janet knows exactly what I said. You know, she right back and she said, I've never heard another preacher preach that nowhere. I didn't even preach the whole message. I just told her about Jesus. She said, I ain't never heard no other preacher preach that. I said, oh, bless God, they're wrong and I'm right. Amen. I'm going to tell you what she done. You ask Janet if you think I'm lying. The tears went to running down her cheek. Didn't it, Janet? She went to testifying how she'd backed up on God, got away from God. She said, I was raised in the Baptist church. Grandpa took me to the Baptist church. Amen. But glory to God, I about walked away from God. And she told me some things. She told us some things. And them tears right in the middle of the cafe. Hey, glory to God. I don't care if my waitress's tears are falls in my gravy. Amen. That'll be all right. Honey, I glory to God, and she testified how that she switched churches, uh, and I knew I knew her pastor, uh, and now she come back to God, Amen. And I thought I told her when I paid, I said I'd rather have them tears than a hundred dollar bill. So we never know what God has got in store for us. They might just be one on one that you need to talk to, or it might be a room full. I don't know, but there's somebody else. Glory to God. God wants to cry a little bit. If you never have a tear, God can't wipe them away. Honey, we need to be excited about what
what God has done for us. We need to open up our remembrance of the condition that was in before Jesus picked us up out of the gutters of sin, a dead man walking into destruction, into eternal hell, and Jesus passed by. Well, glory to God. I've got something to shout about today. I told Janet this morning, I said, my arm kills me right there. It aches. But if I can ever get it on up there, <laughs> amen, it works all right. Sometimes we quit in the pain and never get the easy spot that God has took care of for us. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you for picking me up. And he said, cease not to give thanks. Making mention of you in my prayers, 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom. I just have preached that wisdom. We need some wisdom. We need to know when the devil is tricking us. Which brought it a while back out of Romans. He said, who can separate us from the love of God? Can I tell you something? Nobody can separate me from the love of God. But I can get my feelings hurt and walk away. Can I tell you the churches all over the land are sitting empty today because people got their feelings hurt because they didn't care about their children. We need to teach our children how to be in the house of God, how to learn how to pray and to learn how to shout and teach our children to know how India, to love one another, to care about one another, uplift the name of Jesus in our troubles not stay discouraged all the time but be lifted up once in a while we need some happy Christians amen the happy Christian can beat down the Democrats amen amen the happy Christians can change some things in the White House the happy Christian can change some things in our churches if we'd only realize what God has done for us what God has done for us. I'm just passing through. My name ain't nowhere, nowhere on this church that I know of. Amen. It, my, my old buddy, Mount Vernon, and Vernon, I used to spend the night with the Vernons up a holler. They used to live right over there. Loved them. The only boy in the family I preached his funeral died in his 50s. Went to school with him, but my name ain't Vernon. I'm a child of God. Amen. I didn't build this church. I just been here. I just enjoyed the blessings of God. Let me be a part of it. Amen. Never regret nothing that we've ever done for this church, for this people. I praise God that he give us an opportunity to work here with y'all. That the God of our Savior, I know I've read this, but let me read it again. The Father of glory, 17th verse, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of him. Neighbor, I believe from the depths of my heart. I missed this yesterday, and I missed this Friday, but this morning I got it. I don't believe we have the knowledge of God. I don't believe we know 
the will of God. I don't believe we see the depths that Jesus went through, that God Almighty went through, that you and I could have eternal life today. I'm going to tell you, Jesus didn't die that I could be a baseball star. Jesus didn't die that I could be a race car driver. Amen. Jesus didn't die that I could be a millionaire or well thought of or stand on a stage in Nashville, Tennessee and play a guitar and everybody shout and holler. You know, he didn't make me for that. He died that I could have salvation. I says, I got a brand new body. And you have to, you just got saved. Hey, we got a brand new body waiting for it. I know that new body for you don't mean as much as that new body for me. Mine's beginning to hurt. <laughs> Mine's beginning to rattle and to fall apart. That new body's beginning to mean something to me. Hey, give me some new eyes and a new voice. Hey, new ears, glory to God. The Bible said, that we ain't going to be man or woman. I read this last week. But we're going to be as the angels. That's what the Word of God said. And we're wondering about, am I going to have the same wife up there? <laughs> and first, she's running around, and she'd had about seven wives, amen. And there's word to death. said, which, which one? Is she going to be the husband of heaven? He said, well, they're going to be as angels. How foolish are we, Hello. Mm. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna call us like Jack Anderson did. Jack Anderson called us stupid, and he's probably right. Amen. He said I was a dummy out of Logout, and he's a dummy out of Beulah. So, Amen. We needed a savior, and he didn't save me to be an Einstein. God saved me to follow the Spirit of God, to follow the directions in the world. Glory to God. I feel that down in my sandals, honey. God saved me to be a servant for him, to love him above everything I've ever seen, to taste of him and see if he ain't good, give him praise, honor, and glory for what he's done for me. He's kept our church. He's kept our family. Corona didn't stop us, church. Hallelujah, Corona didn't stop us. It slowed us down, but some it has stopped. Uh, I could go on, but I'll quit right there. That'd be a good place to quit. Be a good place to quit. And he said, Revelation of the kingdom, the, the knowledge of him, the eyes. This is my message right here in the 18th verse. Pray for me, church. I ain't never been through nothing just like this. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The eyes of your understanding. Do we understand what God done for us? I know a lot of you were decent people. I wasn't decent people. I know a lot of you didn't cuss. You didn't run around. You didn't do a lot of things. But have we been enlightened? Is our understanding enlightened? The eyes of our understanding enlightened that what went through heaven that we could have what we got today. 
I'm going to tell you, honey, if the American church could realize what Jesus did for us and have the understanding that, that Jesus died for us, the churches would be running up for But the, the local church has believed a lie. And we believe we can do what we want to do and still get through to God. We believe that we're saved and we can't lose it. We hear it preached everywhere. We can't get away from God. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you without a shadow of a doubt, we have to walk over the hedges and, and the, 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 the shelter and the, the things that God has put out there to keep us. We've got to walk over them to get out of God's will. But I'm going to tell you, he said, I won't dwell in an unclean temple. And neighbor, when I've walked out of the bounds that God set for me, honey, he's not in me. I'm walking on my own. They can tell you what they want to. I had a battle yesterday that nobody knows about. Amen. I had a spiritual battle yesterday that nobody knows about. Satan will try to change your mind. Satan will try to change your doctrine. Satan will try to change your churches, and he has done some. He's, he's changed their churches. But are they happy? No, they're not in God's will. They're not where God wants them to be. And there's no peace in their soul. Can I tell you, I can go to the finest church in town or the little church with five people, a little house prayer meeting. But if I ain't where God... long when you were out of battery. It wasn't a diehard, hello. <laughs> Amen. And he said, I, I got several verses I need to read. 18, and the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope, the hope of God, the hope of a real Christian is that everybody gets saved. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. So we've got to have faith that God's going to heal, that God's going to reach our family, ours that are hurting, ours that are in trouble. We've got to pray faith believing and doubt not that God's going to touch Henry. I didn't even know he was in the hospital, but I told Janet. I believe it was Wednesday night, might have been Sunday, that I had a burden for Henry and Murray. Henry's, Henry's not doing good, but God can crank him up. God can fix him. God can take you. That your eyes being, your understanding and being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What's the hope of whose calling? Of his calling. He said, many are called but few are chosen. So what is the hope of his calling? Not mine. The hope of his calling is that I'll be a bright and shining light to a lost and dying world. That I won't let the darkness of Satan tear me down. 
I won't let the cares of this world eat me up. I won't let the little things that I want to play with, amen, take me away from God. I'd like to tell you something. I'm going to tell you up front. You go to missing church, you're on your way out. And on your way out, I'd like to tell you something. You're losing contact with God. Amen. Several of you can testify to what I'm saying. And when you lose contact with God, you lose your burden. You quit loving mankind. Amen. You start dodging around. Amen. You start dodging around. Uh, I thought it was kind of cute. One day this week, I watched, I watched some people kind of dodge Jack Anderson. I thought, hang in there, Jack. They dodge me too. Amen. They just don't want. They don't want to be embarrassed. But you can walk up and talk about a ball game, and it'll get louder and louder. Yeah. Amen. I prayed for one, Janet said she'll lose her job. She works here. I said, she ain't going to lose her job. God will give her a better one. Because God said pray. And Ploy was crying. She got me with a hand asking some questions. I said, yeah, we'll pray in the aisle. I don't go around grabbing them up and say, you want me to pray for you? I don't do that. But can I tell you, don't worry about it, what people's going to think or what they do. They can't stop you from serving God. We don't have the knowledge of how big God is. He holds the water in the palm of his hands. He spoke to the universe, and it just fell into existence. One day at a time. Hallelujah. The eye of your understanding that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints. Honey, if we realize today what we are inheriting, what we are disinheriting is this old flesh. Getting out of this old world, Duke Power can come on or they can stay down here. But God's going to light it. The glory of God is going to light it. Honey, we don't have the knowledge. We don't have the understanding, amen, that what God has given us. Why do I get down and discouraged? Why, why do I get down and discouraged? I've lost my faith. I've lost my hope. I've took my eyes off the Lord. He said here plainly, Paul said, I pray for you all because I've heard that you've got right with God. That ain't no time to quit praying for people when they get right with God. We need to stay right with God. And what is the exceeding greatness of the power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power? He is all power. The Bible said, and I'd have to look it up, amen, that he created everything. He created the devil. Can I tell you something? God said, and I can find it in the old Bible, that he created evil. I don't believe he created it for it to be evil, but it decided to take over and it became evil. God didn't create me to go to hell, but amen, he gave me a choice. If I don't accept Jesus, hell's my home. 
I'm glad that God respected my decision enough till he didn't make me be safe. He don't make me come to church. He don't make me shout. He never made me preach. Amen. He whipped me a little along the way. And I seen it's better to preach and obey God than to go in my own way and hide and not pastor. I found that out, amen, along the way. But glory to God, I, I believe that our understanding is darkened. I believe our understanding. Church has just become a place to kind of soothe our conscience and come in and visit, glory to God, for a little while on Sunday morning. And we can say, yeah, I went to church. Did you hear the message? I, I, I heard it, but I forgot exactly what it was. But forgot what his was last Sunday. I forget what mine is by next Sunday because I'm trying to find another. Amen. That God wants for the next Sunday or next Wednesday. Or maybe just on the street. You never know. But we need some understanding. We need some a revelation of the knowledge of God. In the 19th verse, and he said, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. And above, listen to this, the 21st verse, and above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Neighbor, there's a song, glory to God. It's got to come through the hand of Jesus before it can touch me. So when we look that he's ahead of all principality, amen, how weak are we? When we let the principalities of this world jerk us right back in to where we were at. Jerk us right out of the house of God. Put us right back in a worse condition that we were in. And he said, for above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, that not only in this world but also in the world to come, 22, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the churches, which is his body. The church is the body of Christ. I look and I see an empty seat. You know what I see? I see an arm that's been cut off. Amen. I, I look and I see an empty seat. I see a leg that's took away from the body of Christ. I see, I look, and I see a, an empty spot, and I see where a watchman, the eye is plucked out, and it's not in his seat. I see that we've separated ourselves from the calling of Almighty God. What is his calling? What is his calling in my life? Not my calling in my life, but what is his calling in my life? To follow him. To be where he wants me to be, to walk where he wants me to walk. I've wore myself out, if I, if I be honest, running, trying to do something else. Let me turn over to Ephesians 4. I'll just try to not preach. I'll try to read it quickly. 
Ephesians 4 and 17. This I say therefore and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk and the vanity of their mind. We're walking just like the other Gentiles. Name on Baptist church book and we're in beer joints. We're other places on Sunday morning. We go do what we want to do. And if it's handy, we'll come to church. But if it's going to take away from our pleasure, let's leave church off. I've worked five days a week, so why? Don't I need a day Sunday for myself? What is his calling? To remember the Sabbath day. But he said, 18th verse, having the understanding darkened. Our understanding has been darkened. Can I tell you why? Can I tell you why? Because the world looks so bright. Satan set up on a pinnacle. He said to Jesus, he said, all of this you can see, I can give you. It's mine. I can give you. And I'm not saying don't prosper down here. It's good to prosper. It's good to prosper. Can you handle it? Can you handle prosperity? Very few people do I know. Amen. Can handle prosperity. There ain't no use talking in a dead mic, is it? That's a waste of time. Hello, you done it. You done it. You got it. Amen. And he said in the 18th verse, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God. <clears throat> if our understanding is darkened, listen to what the word of God said. Being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. Alienated means to separate. Drug away from. Now, can I tell you why the church is in the trouble that they're in today? They've been alienated from God because their, their understanding is darkness. This is a message to our everyday church. Maybe going into California, but this message will get somebody and help them to see that we're missing the understanding of the Word of God. We're missing the importance of God being first. We're missing the understanding of how important church is. We're missing the understanding. You know, the, the people in Cuba, they kind of let me know, you don't miss it till it's gone. I told you all last Sunday or Sunday before last about the devil worshipers. Amen. And the idol worshipers right beside of the church of the living God. And they were making more noise than the church was. Why? Because they were a bigger number. Hello? They were a bigger number. They were hopped up on drugs and crank and alcohol. 
We need to be hopped up on the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. I'm praying God will give me my voice back. This is it's going on too much. Amen. We know. We know the need. And being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is his name because they have blindness because of the blindness of their heart who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness or lust to work all uncleanness with greediness is that not America today but ye have not so learned Christ if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness of lust, lust and be renewed in the spirit of your minds. I know, I know, I have preached that uh, in in the spirit of of your mind. Let me flip over here to Romans, Romans twelve. Finally said in the 12 and 1 and 2, 12th chapter of I beseech you therefore by the mercies of God that you present your body a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And the second verse, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You and I are proving what the acceptable will of God. And said, Mr. in Sunday school, me and, me and Robbie talking about, and we, we laughed a little about it all, but how addictive we are to our phones. And, and we start down the road. And I went into a business the other day, Leonard's Aluminum. I went into Leonard's Aluminum. Man about run over me trying to get back in the bathroom. He'd left his phone. He'd left his phone. He left his phone. We can't survive without our phone, seemingly. Amen. And I appreciate my 9 o'clock verse of the day. I appreciate my phone. I can take it and find Deuteronomy and read the verse in Deuteronomy. I appreciate that. But, neighbor, there's a lot of things that we don't need to be looking at on our phone. Amen. Tell it, brother. Amen. Let me look over here. I need to preach this right here just a minute. Romans 1, Romans 1 and about 24. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forevermore. For this cause God gave them up into vile affection. That's wicked, spiritless affection. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman burning in their own lust, one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly and receiving in themselves that recompense of their earl which we meet. And every, 
And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. I'll quit right there. But ain't we in a pitiful, pitiful shape, neighbor? Ain't, ain't America in a pitiful, pitiful shape? Got one more verse, and I'm going to quit. 17th verse of the 5th chapter of Ephesians. Wherefore, be ye not, be not unwise, but understand what the will of God is. Neighbor, the will of God this morning, for me personally, was to preach what he gave me over the last three days. That, that's the will of God. If I don't do that, then I've not pleased God. Neighbor, I, I don't understand why my voice and my sickness, and I, I guess I took my voice for granted. And, uh, but I don't think I ever will again if it'll come back. Don't think I'll ever, ever take it for granted again. But I need to talk more about Jesus. Less about work, less about troubles, less about high gas prices. We need our eyes enlightened with understanding, with knowledge of Almighty God. We need to stop. If you will, stand to your feet. We need to stop right in the middle of where we're at and think about what God delivered us from. And then I wonder, are we thankful? Am I thankful for what he's gave me? I looked on the, the screen, Janet sat there and watched, but I, they did the shots in my vocal cord, and they put it up on a screen, and I sat there and looked. Some of them things, I don't even know what is hanging in there. But how wonderfully they've worked for 81 years, James. And just when one decides to quit, whatever the problem is, it messes up everything else. Well, God's got everything. I, what I'm talking about is the church. Can I tell you, I don't know what some of y'all's calling is, but when you stop, you ain't doing us no good. When you back up, when you pout, uh, when you hold envy and strife in your heart, when you quit putting God first, when we start putting other things before God. I went into a few places over my lifetime that, that fear came up. I went in some of them right by myself. I've told you all about going into a crack house. I knocked on the door, and they cracked the door, and I just busted on in, just like a law. I'd seen them do it on TV. I went right on in. I said, God sent me here to pray, and I got down right in the middle of the floor praying. Am I that bold today? I know I ain't that quick. <laughs> I heard the floor squeaking. Satan said, they'll knock you in the head. They're drugged out. There wasn't no light. The windows was all closed off, and you could just see shadows. I heard the floor squeaking, and they went out. Amen. I think it's four people left out about 11 or 12 when I quit praying. But you know who delivered? God delivered. 
Yeah. I've never regretted a bit. In my weak moments, I look back and I see how God has took care of me. How God has watched over me. Amen. I, I praise his holy name. I praise his holy name. 